Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Come Holy Spirit, this is Sister Aniste. And this is Sister Veritas, and we're back. With the Let Love podcast <laughs> in this season talking about the beauty of the human person. Mm-hmm. Um, but before introducing the episode, I heard a really fun new joke. Wow, <laughs> I'd love to hear it. It's actually given me interior chuckles <laughs> all week. One of our chaplains uh, in his homily tucked it in and he was talking about like, you know, Israel and the Exodus and mm-hmm. Moses. And actually, I really love Moses. He's, yeah. one of, he's one of my favorites. He's a new favorite. Yeah. Um, I think you can pray for uh, help when you're stuck in traffic or you don't feel like you're going to get to your flight on time. He can part the Red Sea, but also so meek and humble. Yeah. Like a friend of God, you know. Yeah, that's and nice. Don't we all want to be a friend of God? Yeah. 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 I really love Moses. And, you know, you know, he had a difficulty speaking and. It's good to know that someone who had weaknesses could still serve the Lord. It gives us all hope, doesn't it, sister? (laughs) (laughs) But, um, okay, so he was just saying, he's like, yeah, Moses, can you believe it? He's like, he was the only guy in the history of the world to ever break all Ten Commandments at the same time. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, right. I I I know I don't have to describe it. But, you know, he threw the tablets down and they all broke. That's funny. Isn't that funny? That's a good one. I know. You know, kudos <laughs> to Moses, breaking all Ten Commandments at the same time. Not really, but. Not really. Yeah. But that's funny. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I, I think it was funny too. <laughs> Can I tell you something funny I once saw? Yes. This is not related at all to Moses. Okay. Um, We were driving along the FDR mm-hmm. in New York. Okay. It's like a freeway on one side of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. East side. East side and um as it was slow traffic we're kind of stuck in traffic <laughs> and i look and turn to right and there's like a little walkway along the, the river between the highway and the river and um i look and there's a man <laughs> pulling behind him a cart mm-hmm. like a little trolley like dolly thing mm-hmm. and on the cart is a dog mm-hmm. who's wearing a vest that says service dog <laughs> I just think it was so funny. Who was serving who? I know. I thought it was so funny. It's <laughs> kind of uh ironic, huh? Yeah, I really liked it. Oh my goodness. Well, actually, I think that um ties in actually to the theme of today's episode. Awesome. Yeah. The beauty of true love. Ah, the beauty true of love. true love. And well, I guess with your fun little story, it's like, yeah, um, that at the heart of the heart of love is this great capacity for sacrifice. So Mm -hmm. in this way that this man was making a sacrifice to pull his service dog, (laughs) actually to to realize um, when we talk about the beauty of the human person, Mm -hmm. immediately we're going to arrive at this concept of love, right? Because what makes life beautiful Mm -hmm. is love. And we're so aware in our humanity that to be able to give and to receive love is really at the heart mm-hmm. of, of our lives and the heart of who we are and becoming who we are. There's something so uniquely beautiful mm-hmm. about our capacity to love, our capacity to sacrifice mm-hmm. for each other. This genuine 
deepness of, of love that flows forth from the heart of the human person. You don't see cats loving each other in the same way mm-hmm. or, you know, panda bears um, mm-hmm. running rescue missions for, for people. I mean, you see dogs that, yes, you can train mm-hmm. in, in good service or dogs who have instincts. I remember as a kid when we go swimming, mm-hmm. we had a black Labrador retriever. The best. And, oh my gosh, the best. The yeah. happiest dog. His name was Arthur. <laughs> Loved him. Um, but we would be in there swimming. And as soon as we got in there, his reflex as a retriever was to jump in and try to rescue us. That's so cute. Uh, well, it was very cute until you got scratched like crazy because he'd come at you and his big claws would like rip you to shreds. And you're like, Arthur, stop. Yeah, I mean, like you're literally coming out of the lake bleeding because oh, no. the dog tried to save you. Um, so instincts, good instincts but very different than mm-hmm. um, what we have been given as human mm-hmm. persons. And and what's at the heart of love? Mm-hmm. And and again, stepping back to say, this is what makes life so beautiful and mm-hmm. such a beautiful dimension of the human person, mm-hmm. this capacity to love mm-hmm. um, and sacrificial love, which I think right. we're going to get into the the heart of, of that here in this episode. Right, right. And love, love choosing the good of the other, mm-hmm. right? Even mm-hmm. at great cost. Mm-hmm. And it's powerful. It's very powerful. Yeah, and actually when we when we receive it ourselves, it's so moving. So moving. So moving, sister, and I can't wait to break this open. It actually like my heart's like woohoo because <laughs> it's like jumping into yeah, the heart of beauty. Yeah. It is, really is. Is is love and and ennobling this um mm-hmm. in our in our lives as persons trying to seek and live the beautiful lives that God has made us for and calls us to. Amen. Gosh, should we start with a prayer? Yeah, let's let's pray. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Jesus, thank you for making us in your image. Thank you for making us in the image of love, who you are. Lord, we ask you right now to to just open our hearts, uh, to pour uh, and release the flood of your mercy and your grace into us, that we know ourselves to be loved and good, that we know our love to be good, and that you give us courage to love and to share the gift of ourselves uh, with each other. Pray right now, Lord, for an unleashing of your love in our our lives, our relationships, our circumstances, especially any difficult circumstances or difficult relationships weighing on us, that you just um, transform those by your mercy and by your grace. And we entrust ourselves to you and to our Blessed Mother, uh, who said yes to love and gave herself uh, in love for you. As we pray, Hail Mary, full, full of grace, grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray, pray for us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Wow, sister. Okay, so the beauty of true love it reminds me of the princess bride <laughs> love true love that's what brings us together today i thought that it was marriage marriage oh <laughs> <laughs> there we go see how my memory plays marriage tricks on me <laughs> is what brings us together today do you have the wing <laughs> sorry for anyone born in the 80s or 90s you know exactly what we're talking about yeah. <laughs> and if you don't the princess bride you can look it up classic yeah um yes yes that's what i meant (laughs) (laughs) the beauty of true love well and here we are sister it's like 
as we began, what lies at the heart of true love, especially mm. for the human person? Mm -hmm. And I think uh, my proposal here, there's many things that flow into this, but sacrifice, mm -hmm. um, that we're called to a sacrificial love and that, that oftentimes being called into sacrifice for another, uh, it can not feel beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, the end game is beauty mm -hmm. because beauty is paschal. There's a passion, death and resurrection. We see the foundation of love in the cross, mm -hmm. right? Um, and that beneath the cross, uh, we see this total self gift of love. Um, we see in the Trinity, mm -hmm. This reality, they call it perichoresis, mm. this give and take, um, this giving and receiving between these three persons. Um, they're giving of themselves to each other. They're receiving the other. That there is a, a dynamic here mm -hmm. um, to sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And that as we step out in this capacity um, to make sacrifice towards this greatest thing mm -hmm. uh, that we can do as persons, which is love, mm -hmm. right? Before the person in front of us, give to the person in front of us, receive the person in front of us, a great beauty mm -hmm. um, unfolds, mm -hmm. a fulfillment unfolds in our life. Mm -hmm. It's sister, it's so true. And I, I think if you think of like the great movies, the great books, right, that are classics and like, you know, Oscar award winning, I mean, the theme kind of with all of them is like this noble heroic self-sacrificial mm -hmm. love that just moves our heart right you think mm -hmm. of like um shawshank redemption mm -hmm. you think of a life is beautiful marie's story mm -hmm. right you think of tale of two cities mm -hmm. i mean it's so moving and it's like oh, it's like i know i want that mm -hmm. i know i want to live it and i want to receive it mm -hmm. and it's and we're inspired we're inflamed with like yes this mm -hmm. is what it means this is what mm -hmm. it's at but i think you know, but then we kind of hit real life and it's like the idea of sacrifice or sacrificial love can seem scary mm -hmm. or daunting yeah. or like, I don't want to get hurt, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it can be, I think it can be for all of us, a, a, um, uh, an experience of, ah, pause, pause here. Yep. I don't know if I can do that. Yep. You know, it kind of reminds me like standing at the edge of a pool as a kid yeah. or in Maine growing up where every body of water is absolutely cold <laughs> <laughs> throughout the entire year yeah and you know you're gonna freeze but you really want to swim yeah but you stand at the edge of the pool and it's like oh my gosh yeah am, am i gonna jump like and making that decision mm -hmm. right to leap to jump and mm -hmm. once you're in the water you're happy as a clam mm -hmm. and you're like this is awesome mm -hmm. um but yes that pause that breath in front of taking out the trash or forgiving the person who mm -hmm. has uh, offended you or right stretching doing a backflip uh, mm -hmm. to give in a way that kind of hurts right mm -hmm. hurts so good um, or receiving another when you know you'd rather be about something else um, yeah. it's a call it's yeah. a dare yeah. uh, and yes we pause in front of it and yet in the same way that an artist makes sacrifices right mm -hmm. to bring beauty to life, right? An artist will train their skills, long hours learning to sketch or to mold clay mm -hmm. or to understand light and shadows and darkness so they can bring something beautiful to life. So to the human person, um, love is this great um, art, mm -hmm. really. And authentic love requires, yes, sacrifices, mm -hmm. um, a sacrifice of ourself, um, a training of mm -hmm. our mind, heart, and soul in virtue so that I'm free to love when mm -hmm. that invitation comes. Mm -hmm. And so it's a, it's a commitment. But this is what I want to argue today. 
it's the best thing we can be investing in. Mm-hmm. Because bottom line, actually, is we all sacrifice to something. Yep. And is it giving us the payback that we want, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That if, if, I'm, if I am shaping my life so that I have the biggest paycheck at the end of the year, mm-hmm. I'm making sacrifices towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm losing sleep. Maybe I'm working overtime. Maybe I've chosen a job that makes me miserable. Mm-hmm. But hey, it pays, right? Does it give back to you what you're hoping for, mm-hmm. right? Does it really fulfill you? We could do this with anything. Oh, yeah. Right? Shoes. Shoes. I just want to say, I just want to, like, Shoes. college, cute pair of pumps. <laughs> you use that phrase anymore? Did you wear those? <laughs> yeah, yeah, in college. But it hurts so bad. Mercy. But it was for, it was for, you know, it was like. You're making the sacrifice. I'm making the sacrifice. To look good. To look good. But, you know, it's like, it just, it wasn't comfortable. Yeah. But but it was like, you know, I'm just going to do it because it looks awesome. <laughs> but I made a sacrifice for these shoes. Amen. Like big and small. Yeah. We're we're living this reality. Yeah. Well, and it kind of brings us into point two, I mm-hmm. think, in this dimension of sacrifice. And why are we talking about sacrifice? And that it's beautiful. And mm-hmm. that human persons have a unique capacity for this mm-hmm. for each other for the sake of love mm-hmm. and that it communicates love mm-hmm. actually yeah when we make a sacrifice or i mean sister how do you feel when someone you know is making a sacrifice to love you or to uphold you or to care well for you or to help you get out the door on time or how does that feel i'm so moved <laughs> i'm so moved amen actually and, and actually well just two quick quick little stories but like seeing that like happen with a couple of my sisters mm-hmm. who um, we had, one of them had like a kind of a retreat morning thing and she didn't have to get up necessarily at a certain time. And the other one was heading out, but this sister got up early wow. to say goodbye to this sister who was heading out on a trip wow. and she did not have to do that. Wow. And it was like, and this sister who was heading on the trip didn't realize that till later I told him like, you know, she, she just got up to say goodbye mm-hmm. just for you. And mm-hmm. she was so moved, mm. like giving up precious hours of sleep just so she, could know that what a word it was uh, yeah did that i can only imagine it spoke the word of you're worth it yeah you're valuable yeah you mean something to me yeah you're good yeah i mean and i don't think there's a word that we want to hear more i know from each other it's so important and and it's like another experience i had i was talking to a friend Mm -hmm. sharing with her my love of clamato juice which i've mentioned in previous episodes you have mentioned that Yep. For those who don't know what it is, um, <clears throat> I make the sacrifice of respecting <laughs> that love because do you know in one can of clamato is fifty percent of your sodium. Really? Yeah. Actually, in love for you, I just have to tell you, you might not want to drink it very often. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it's real. I'm so glad just, you just check the can. I've never read the. I've never read. The you thing. might want to check the nutrition facts, but please continue. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's love. There you go. Right there. Mm-hmm. Just trying to be a good sister. Thanks. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> I was talking to a friend, sharing with her how much I love Clamato juice, mm-hmm. which is uh, clam tomato juice. Yeah. 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 It's very popular in Canada. I know. Very nice. When I mention it in America, it just seems <laughs> to make people like curl up. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You, that describes my reaction well. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, so I was describing this to a friend. And she was intrigued, very fascinated yeah. by this mixture, clam tomato juice, and just sharing with her. And like, oh, let me part ways. Didn't see her. Two days later, this package shows up. 
a whole flat of Clamato juice. Wow. 24 cans. Wow. And no one else in my house liked it. Wow. Which meant good for you. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) But I was so moved. Like she, I mean, that's not cheap to ship a huge thing. And like she took the time to research it and find it and ship it and pay the money. And like a sacrifice she made for me that I could have special clam tomato juice. Like, and people could say, oh, like that's so little, but it, it meant a ton. It meant a ton. You know? It meant a ton, sister. Wow. Well, and it is, it's like, sacrifice whether we make a sacrifice to love another so i give of my time my talent my treasure of Mm -hmm. myself Mm -hmm. and we see this happening in the trinity it's constant dynamic exchange and we're made in the image and likeness of of love that love of the trinity so we too there's a promise really um as we live in that giving and receiving and follow the inspirations of the holy spirit um we confer a sense of worth Mm. on another. Mm. And in that though too, I build up the dignity of my own heart Mm -hmm. and being. I become more, you see? It's, It's an incredible thing to sit with and to ponder and even to slow down and ponder like, wow, what were the most meaningful opportunities I've had to love another? Mm -hmm. That hurt Mm -hmm. um, in a way, but blessed all the more. Like I died, but I rose Mm -hmm. um, into new life in and through that self-gift. I think you can say mothers, Mm -hmm. fathers, like they'll tell you, talk to a new mom, new dad, and they are like so zapped and so Mm self-emptied. They're like kazooks, right? They're like, (laughs) oh my gosh, we just had our third child and like, what is going on? I can't even see straight. And if you ask them like, wow, you know, how is life going? Or like, what's that like? They'll say, it's so beautiful. Like, mm. I'm loving with a love I never knew I had. Wow. I am discovering a strength within myself I never knew I had. Um, I'm becoming more of mm. who I know um, I'm made and I'm called to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it hurts so good. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard. Uh, but actually, we become. Um, we become who we are in and through that that self-giving love. And you see this in human relationships, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it resonates. Like when you see a father loving a son, I saw a father playing catch with his son and it was like so cliche, right? Mm-hmm. I was so moved. I'm like, yeah. that little boy is never going to forget that. Yeah. Um, in the same way, I don't forget it. Mm-hmm. You know, the way that mom and dad spent time with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and those moments, right? One of eight kids, it's like, those are few moments, but I cherish them. Mm-hmm. Um, like someone took the time mm-hmm. just to, be present to me mm-hmm. and a confirmed worth, value, yeah. a sense of my own goodness. Um, you see this in a convent, sister to sister. Yeah. You see this um, daughters to their parents, um, you know, as they're getting old and, and caring for them. I mean, the exchange of love mm-hmm. that is in front of us in the human journey is incredible. It's epic. And like jumping into it, yeah. jumping into it fearlessly, yeah. knowing that's going to bless us. Yeah. It's stunning, sister. Mm-hmm. And it's, it has this, actually, it's an impact that radiates through the world. Mm. Like, and I'm just thinking of one example of a mom that we had the privilege of walking with during her pregnancy mm-hmm. and after, and she, she had her baby at like 23 weeks, like a super preemie. Baby was in the NICU for like, uh, mm-hmm. like six months, a year or something, long, long time. And this beautiful mom would go every day, twice a day, for lo- like long, long periods of time just to be with her baby, to sing, sing with him, be with him, pray over him. 
Mm. And she was there. Mm. She was there day in, day out, every day. And that baby is never going to remember that. He's Mm. never going to remember that. And it's like, wow, the beauty of that sacrificial love. Amen. Totally. So for the other, not counting the cost, not seeking a reward. So loving the other that it's like, it doesn't even matter if you remember or not. I love you. Amen. And I'm willing to lay down my life for you. Well, and even to see in this mom that you're speaking of, Mm -hmm. to watch her flourish, Mm -hmm. to watch her Mm -hmm. grow Mm -hmm. in her fidelity to her son as she's making sacrifice, you don't see her being diminished. Mm -mm. Uh, Yes, she's tired. Yes, right? It's like, whoa, there's some tough days. But as as she's upheld and accompanied in that, Mm -hmm. you see her explode in in her being and her person um her joy her sense of fulfillment like she knows what she's doing is worth it yeah it's the one thing that's worth it yeah and Mm -hmm. it's it's what flourishes us it's 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 the law law of the gift right it's john paul ii saying you know man finds himself by making a true gift of himself there it is sister and it's true well even to see it on the global scale um you know some of our sisters found themselves in poland um when, uh, yeah, millions of Ukrainians uh, were um, as refugees coming into the country of Poland, which mm-hmm. borders Ukraine here, in light of the, the conflict and war in their country. And they literally were just blown away. Mm-hmm. And again, even to hear about it in the papers is mm-hmm. enough, but the Polish people welcoming strangers into their homes mm-hmm. and treating them as family. Mm-hmm. Um, people leaving baby carriages. This is thoughtful, personal love. I'm going to give what I have to you mm-hmm. um, in a particular personal loving way to uphold you, to be there for you. Um, it's a love that crosses borders. Mm-hmm. Um, sisters, being at the the border between Poland and Ukraine and just being there to hug the children, mm-hmm. just to hug many of these children who, um, yeah, um, had to leave parents behind and being these arms, open arms for these kiddos, um, just to give them a touch of love, mm-hmm. to give of themselves, to confirm you're worthy, mm-hmm. you're good, you're valuable. Um, you're a stranger, but no, you are, you're my child and you're my brother and sister in Christ. And I'm going to love you. Um, the Knights of Columbus setting up mercy Mm -hmm. centers Mm -hmm. on the, on the borders, which have been so moving to me because it's like, they have providing these tents that are warm, Mm -hmm. that they have baby changing stations. They have toys for the kids. It's not like it's even like totally practical. It's actually like familial. It's like, a real respite for you um, in your sufferings and people giving of their time, their talent, their treasure unsparingly. And actually it's not like they know when this is going to be over, but it's like people going to the train station and holding a number. I can take, you know, yeah. a mom and a child and and four children. I can take a family um, opening their homes, the homes of their hearts. And like, I know when I witness this, I'm like, this is humanity at its best. Yeah. This is what we're called to do for each other. This is how we're called to live. Mm-hmm. And it builds us all up. Mm-hmm. They won't regret being generous. No. No. No, it's so powerful. It, mm-hmm. I mean, it makes you want to cry. Yeah. It's so moving. It's so moving. This radical solidarity with my neighbor that, yes, I am my brother's keeper. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, he's worth it. And mm-hmm. yes, I'm going to go out of my way, way out of my way, so that he, his life can be, can be protected and upheld. Amen. It's sister. so moving. It's and it's and it's love at a cost. Yeah. It's at the heart of this is sacrifice. I'm right. sure they all have a, a thousand things to do, right? But no, it's like making a sacrifice for the ultimate 
weight and worth and glory right. that resides for us on this side of the veil, right. which is living in self-gift. This is true, authentic love, mm-hmm. um, living for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are fulfilled in that. And I think that's like, you know, point number three, that it won't betray you. Right. It will never betray you. Mm-mm. Giving of yourself. Um, however, I think we need to lean into a bit. It's like the spirit of sacrifice that mm-hmm. God is asking, right? Because there's self-gift, uh, which is a moving forth from our hearts and a whole mm-hmm. sense of our, our beings in self-gift to another. Mm-hmm. And yet I think we want to be careful because I think sometimes um, we can kind of get into this like, do-gooder syndrome mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah i'm just gonna keep giving and giving and giving like lord make me a channel of your peace love joy and everything else <laughs> um which is good mm-hmm. but in a sense um reverencing our hearts our beings mm-hmm. our souls pulling deep within ourselves to receive deeply the love of god so that we can give to another in a way that is that is self-possessed and it doesn't mean uh, it's a sacrifice, but it doesn't mean I'm negating myself. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean yeah. I am putting myself down. Right. It doesn't mean I'm going to trash my goodness and integrity and everything else to give. And this might seem, um, it's a, it's an interesting distinction, but mm-hmm. I think it's worth even trying to name it. Mm-hmm. Um, because yes, we're giving um, a sacrificial love, but that is a an integrated self-gift, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to be careful and we want to hold together that giving of ourselves sacrificially um, holds the integrity of the gift, both of the one I'm giving to and the gift that I am as well. It's just, I think that's so essential because mm-hmm. it's like, yes, like there are the two kind of extremes, right? Of like on one end, there's like no sacrifice, no mm-hmm. giving of self. And that doesn't lead to fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, it's as you're speaking about now, it's like this over extending, giving what we don't have and, and running dry and like, mm-hmm. Yeah, do-gooding to the point of, of also not being happy, you know? Mm-hmm. And and as you're speaking, it's like, yes, yeah, like necessary for true love, for sacrificial, self-giving love, is actually knowing my own worth, mm. knowing that I'm good. There um, it is, that sister. I, that I'm, I'm beautiful, that I'm worthy, that I'm sacred, and claiming it. Because I think we can kind of fall into temptation of like, oh, no, you're good, you're good, you're good. But I, I'm just junk, you know? And mm. it's like, no. That is a lie from the devil. Yeah. Stomp on it. Yep. It's it's a total lie from mm-hmm. from the evil one. You are good. Mm-hmm. You are sacred. And actually, so claim it, stand in it. Give you're, from it. Give from it. And mm-hmm. you're it's like you're not junk. And rejecting that. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I think we know, like we know what it, it feels like to receive a gift that didn't cost anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, like in terms of um you know, like effort, like there's no effort made or no time or no thoughtfulness. And it's like, it's cheap. Mm-hmm. It's a cheap gift or like, you know, the the whole, I feel like it's a subculture of re-gifting. <laughs> Everybody has their own favorite re-gifting stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can all speak to that. Yeah. But it's like, we, and we it makes us feel icky. Like, I, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way. It's like, if we're living in this kind of um, yeah, reflexive do-gooding. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to feel like on the other receiving end. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, is this really a gift or is this like a do-good? It kind of feels cheap. It's not mm-hmm. from the fullness. And so, yeah, rooting ourselves in that identity. I am loved. Mm-hmm. I am worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like, I know we've talked about him before, mm. but Bernard of Clairvaux. Oh, he's always worth talking about again. I know. He's so good. But he talks about how we're actually meant to be reservoirs. 
Love it. More than channels. And that um, basically he says, you must, you too must learn to await this fullness, this God pouring himself into you before pouring out your gifts. Do not try to be more generous than God. Hmm. Right. And he says, a reservoir is not ashamed to be no more lavish than the spring that fills it. Right. So we can't give what we don't have. Letting Amen, him fill sister. us. And that's the root of self-sacrificial love. And everybody, here's the other thing too. Everybody has a different capacity, mm-hmm. right? And in, in the garden of God, we're all different kind of kinds of flowers, mm-hmm. you know? So I can't, my, my self gift is going to look different than yours yep. or than Bobby's or than Susie's, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and actually that's good and that's okay. It's good. But trusting in what the Lord has given you and being faithful to what he's asking you. Amen. And not giving what you, you don't have. Well, and there it is. I think that's so key, sister. It's like that we're discerning, mm-hmm. that we are men and women of discernment. And moving forth in that inspiration, it's like we're living in love, mm-hmm. right? We won't be uh, too far spent in that way, and we will be spent with God. So the integrity of the gift is held, not just for the person I'm giving to, but I am held with an integrity as I'm giving it. Mm-hmm. And I think... It's just a powerful thing to think about in this whole reality of of being a reservoir. Or even, I think that's a great book to read, St. Bernard of Clairvaux's um, commentary on the Song of Songs. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Uh, You won't find better spiritual reading. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. And another thing to back that up, actually, because, again, books are silent friends, and they can be such good friends to us. There's this fabulous book um, by Massimo Massimo Kamisaska, and the book is called Father. And it's actually, um, yeah, this good shepherd really sharing his wisdom after mm-hmm. you, know, you know three decades in the priesthood. And I don't know, he has a long excerpt on sacrifice and communion. Oh, I wonder, can, can, I, can I read to you, sister? I would love that. Let's just rest in his words here. He says, The Eucharist is the supreme sign of the folly of love, which appeared scandalously once for all in the cross. When I think of my more than 30 years of participation and identification with the celebration of the Mass, two experiences in particular come to mind. The first is the experience of sacrifice, the second that of communion. First, sacrifice. I cannot say this is my body, this is my blood. I cannot agree to be a mediator of the representation of the event of the cross. I cannot use that pronoun, my without also accepting a special incorporation to the life of Jesus, to a degree which only God decides. Every priest is called to this. This experience is one of the most attractive and at the same time awe-inspiring aspects of priestly life. Every day we come face to face with the reality of suffering and of evil, two experiences that are closely related to one another but not identical. Much human suffering arises from evil done either by or to people. But there are aspects and moments of suffering that cannot be directly ascribed to anyone. I am thinking here of innocent suffering, which I often have occasion to reflect upon, whether because of those I meet or precisely because of the Eucharistic celebration. Only the cross of Christ allows us, I wouldn't say to explain, but at least to approach this supreme scandal of life. The priest who says, This is my body, this is my blood, is asked with many others to participate in the sufferings of his brothers and sisters, and at times even to carry the cross of one who can't or doesn't know how to carry it himself. This is an important aspect of priestly life, which has been manifest in a most sublime way in the stigmata of St. Francis and Padre Pio, 
or in the silence and faith lived by Teresa of Avila, Therese of Lisieux, Teresa of Calcutta, and other saints. Every priest must prepare himself for this, though without being so bold as to ask for a special participation in the passion of Christ. For most of us, it is enough to accept what God gives. The Mass is also an experience of communion, the name given by the Christian people to the Eucharist. Just as the bread is made of many grains of wheat and the wine of many grapes, as the ancient Didache says, in the same way, partaking of the bread and wine changed into the body and blood of Christ makes us one. This experience had already been clearly described in St. Paul. We who partake of the one loaf are one body. The Eucharist therefore teaches us forgiveness and acceptance, but above all it brings about in us the experience of communion, that communion which Jesus came into the world to bring. In Greek, communion and peace are the same word, the peace that is born of the cross. Sacrifice and communion, John Paul II in Ecclesia de Eucharistia, one of his last works, wrote that the Eucharist is a true banquet. These two aspects of the Eucharist can never be separated, since the saving efficacy of the sacrifice is fully realized when the Lord's body and blood are received in communion. The Eucharistic sacrifice is intrinsically directed to the inward union of the faithful with Christ through communion. I live this every day, finding that the Eucharist as a sacrifice demands of me the gift of self, and in this self-gift, communion happens again and again. Wow. What an awesome quote. Yeah, the book is fabulous. Mm -hmm. It's just incredible wisdom Mm -hmm. and an incredible reflection on lived faith throughout the priesthood and so powerfully and deeply integrated um, according to Jesus and all the truths that he brought to us. Yeah, And again, a long quote, but this connection that we're talking about between mm-hmm. sacrifice and communion, mm-hmm. you can't separate them. No. And that actually that's the promise we have yeah. when we give of ourselves uh, in this true call to love yeah. is that we will find communion, which is what we all want. Yeah. And peace. I love that communion and peace yep. are the same word in Greek. And actually, um, yeah, it's like yeah, our ultimate fulfillment is in this kind of love. There it is. Why? It's because we're made in the image of mm-hmm. love, in the image of the one who died on the cross and rose again. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to find any fulfillment outside of that. Amen, sister. And it's it's like, okay, Jesus, like, I give you permission. Amen. You know, be gentle with me. I give you permission. Amen. You know, like, I, Jesus, I trust you. And and let, letting him, letting him and, uh, and not being afraid to lean into love. You know, to lean into to communion, as you're Amen, saying, sister. Well, even I just recently heard someone give a testimony about basically that they were aware that um, their mother uh, had almost aborted her. Right. So when she was pregnant with her, she went to an abortion clinic, and she was waiting for the procedure. Mm. And while she was waiting, a janitor, right, a custodian of this facility, could see she was in distress, and she went up to her. She picked up her chin, um, and this is a, a woman speaking to another woman, and she looked her in the eyes and said, do you want to have this baby? Mm-hmm. And this woman, this mother, this woman replied, yes, I do, I do. Mm-hmm. And this janitor responded to her, then God will bless you. Wow. That was all she said. Wow. And she went, when she was called back for the procedure, um, 
she was able to have the courage to say, I don't want to do this. Even, mm. even though she was strongly confronted in and through mm. that, she ended up running out of the room and here her daughter now lives to tell about it. Wow. And, um, it's so powerful and she reflects on how blessed her life is, but also how much, yes, her mother mm-hmm. can confirm. Yeah. God mm-hmm. blessed me. God mm-hmm. blessed me. And she made that sacrifice yeah. uh, to take that risk, to jump into the unknown and give her yes uh, to life. God has blessed her. And I think what you're saying, sister, um, mm-hmm. this is where the blessing comes, mm-hmm. not to be afraid of it, not yeah. to be afraid of the sacrifice. Um, it's how God made us. It's what makes life beautiful. It is. It, it builds communion. It builds our, our human family. And I mean, we know as sisters too, like our whole lives are actually, <laughs> the reason we can live our lives is because other people are so generous and actually self-sacrificially give of themselves Amen. to uphold our lives and missions. Amen. And I just want to say thank you right now. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you. Like we are so unbelievably grateful. Um, I cannot even tell you. And it's, it makes me, I mean, again, it makes me want to cry. Like, it's just so moving. Like even, I mean, even this event we're planning on to go to, um, it's a new new venture for us. It's a little mm-hmm. risky, kind of evangelizing a more secular audience. Mm-hmm. And sister, I cannot even tell you, like the, the people in this diocese that we're going are like, sister, we are 100% behind you. Wow. We're gonna, they're organizing prayer to happen all during this event that we're going to be part of. Wow. For adoration, intercessory, intercessory rosary. Um, every every need being met, like it's like this rising up to support us at at cost. You know, people are, are sacrificing, wow. and it, it makes me want to cry. It is so moving, it's so powerful. It's so powerful, and it's actually all out of love. Like we're going there out of love for these women that we're gonna, you know, please God, uh, meet there and and share the good news of, of their beauty and God's love for them. Mm-hmm. But all these other people are like, we believe in that. We want to help you, help you help. You know, we want to we want to help in this cause. You know. And I can't even, it's so moving. That is so awesome, sister. Yeah. Well, and there it is. It's like communion. Mm-hmm. Um, as we give of our lives in a sacrifice to God and others give in the sacrifice to uphold mm-hmm. uh, God's call in our lives, um, an incredible family is built, mm-hmm. a family of faith um, mm-hmm. that is strong, a fortress of love. Mm-hmm. And the enormous blessing it is to live within that communion Yeah. and the resonance it has to our hearts that this is what we've been made for. Yeah. And wow, sister, I mean, I feel like we've hardly begun, but before we go, you have any challenges or encouragements? Yeah. My, I think my challenge would be just to take some time today or tomorrow or sometime this week to reflect on your life and actually naming and remembering and giving gratitude for those who made sacrifices for you Mm. and actually just letting kind of sitting in that memory and then praising the Lord for that and and asking him to bless them and letting the memory of that sacrificial love that was given to you um, transform your heart, mm. inspire you to a deeper love in your own life. Um, yeah, that, that would be my challenge. Love it, sister. Thanks. What about you before we go? Before we go, maybe piggybacking off of what you were saying, sister, is is really to spend even 10 minutes in prayer Asking the Lord, right? We can kind of have ideas about how he's calling us to live and give and serve and everything else, but kind of backing up and shaking everything out on the table and saying, Lord, Mm -hmm. I just want to give it all to you. I want to place it in your hands. And how do you call me? Mm -hmm. You know, how do you want to inspire my love today? What sacrifices do you invite me to? And um, yeah, discerning that 
And in that, finding peace. Because mm. I think we can feel scattered in the self-gift, in the call to self-gift. And that's of the enemy. The Lord just calls us to the one thing. Mm. The one thing. That's awesome. And as we're with him and mm. following his invitation to love in each moment, and actually slowing down mm -hmm. to be attentive to him in each moment, life is so good. Mm -hmm. And we're finding we're not divided. We're not scattered. We're able to give this gift of our love all the while sheltered within his mm -hmm. and finding strength within his gift of love to us. And in that, yeah, uh, the gift and the giving is peaceful and holifying, so to speak. Mm -hmm. uh, we taste and touch that beauty we've I, been made for. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh my gosh, this is so much fun. It Should is. we close in a prayer? Okay. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Father, we thank you for the beauty that you've inscribed in us. We thank you for the invitation to love, to love others and to allow ourselves to be loved by others. We ask for every grace, uh, Lord, that you purify our love, that you help us to give courageously in your inspiration, in your light, in your strength, and in your power, that we humbly submit the great power of our hearts uh, to love unsparingly and courageously in the image and likeness of you and in the grace and mercies and power born of the cross. Father, we praise you and we simply say glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the, the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. It is so good to be with you. Good to be with you. Have fun being reckless do-gooders in, in the name <laughs> and in the blessed rest of the Lord. <laughs> no of our prayers for you. Peace. See you next time. Light. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.